Tom Bernard Show with Doug Sprinthal, Kyle Keasley, Andy Brant Bernard, Cassie Schrader. We will be right back. We're going to be talking about cannabis, <laughs> but legal cannabis. Yes. We're talking a lot about a lot of different things about cannabis. Oh, you got the we have you have for the whole hour. Wonderful. We'll be right back. I just called. I asked him the very first time I ever talked to him. I hope your middle name is not like Kevin. I don't get it. Kyle Kevin Kingsley. Oh, KKK. I get it now. Yeah, yeah. That would be mean. That would not be good. It says your parents hate you. Yes, exactly. Felix Unger. Remember that? Felix Unger. Uh, What's the other guy's name? Was Felix and Oscar Madison? Oscar, yeah. Oscar, make sure you turn off the lights when you get home. Signed, F U. <laughs> Felix Unger. We'll be right back. Kick things off. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt, then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I I appreciate that. Um, But I guess the key is is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. You know who's here with us wearing a baseball cap for the first time, so I don't recognize him, but Doug Sprinthal, Walzer, out of group, Walzer.com. Bad hair day. Hey, Cassie, we did an uh, uh, ad on the morning show. You would have appreciated it. It was in honor of short women. Oh. <laughs> short women. Got that I do know no. a lot so, about. <laughs> as you guys know, my wife is 4'11", and I was, the, the, what, what I'm getting at is Your I was over... 411 pounds? No. Thank you very much. Great to be here. She's about <laughs> What is she, about 80? No, she's over... I don't know what she weighs. Probably about 90. I weigh about I 120. She, her fat pants are size ones. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. She's four foot eleven. Yep. My, I have a sister that's five feet. That's cool. Okay. So anyway, I he was goes, over to. Well, I want to. Uh, Michael Bryan will get pissed if we turn this uh, a half hour commercial. Down. All right, Michael, pipe down. Big baby. So we uh, moved our used car reconditioning center to a brand new spot in Egan. It's 18 acres. We outgrew the old one in South St. Paul, and we're going to build a Subaru store there. So I was over uh, uh, doing a little work at the recon center and talked to two women that I know very well. One of them's worked at the recon center since we opened it 12 years ago. She is looking for part-time drivers. So here's here's what the job is. It's great for retired people. You can kind of set your own hours. You pick up cars at the Walzer dealerships in the Twin Cities, drive them to the reconditioning center. They go through the process, and then you just deliver them back. So it's uh, we, we have a fleet of retired people. And you don't have to be retired to apply for it, but that seems to be the sweet spot because you don't have to work all the time. You get away from your wife and or husband uh, for a few hours a week. If you're interested in that, 
email me at Doug at Walzer.com, and I will connect you with the appropriate people. Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Look quiet. Way to go, Cassie. <laughs> oh, there we go. It's that, that, that intro. Channel, yeah, the dual channel deal. This isn't one. pot music. Yes, it is. Wow. <laughs> it was in my neighborhood, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it was absolutely pot music. Hey, man, we're going to play that white man song. <laughs> okay. That was a great, but what, Wild Cherry, right? It was Bobby, uh, God, what was Bobby's last name? Nice Italian boy. The lead singer and the head of Wild Cherry. Bobby. I can't re- I I'm thinking of Bobby Columbia, but he was Rob Parisi? Bobby Parisi. There you go. Is that it? That's right? Mm, yes. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Bobby Parisi. Well, there was also, well, Flavor. I mean, there was like 20 members, but there were 20 Rob members. is the closest thing to Bobby on this list. Okay, Rob. Yeah, Rob. Yeah, Rob Parisi. I said JP Parisi. You got Zach Parisi. You got Rob <laughs> Parisi. We got everybody. It's unbelievable. Um, I've been talking on, on the air quite a bit lately about uh, my wife a few months ago now. I guess it was a few months ago. She said, uh, there's an office over on, on Excelsior, a guy named Dr. Merman. And you're going to go over and see him because I made you a uh, an appointment. And I said, what's it for? She goes, uh, medical ca- Well, she said medical marijuana, but actually that's not a good word. But medical cannabis is what we're looking at. As a matter of fact, Brian, over in Bloomington, his number's on my phone as Brian Cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So if I ever get arrested... As opposed to Brian Scotch and all the other Brians you have in your phone? Oh. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Personal attack. Brian Merlot. Ooh, I like Brian Merlot. That sounds like a classy name. Um, so in any case, I went over. And I had a talk with him, and, uh, you know, it's a PTSD thing, trauma from my early childhood, having a father who's schizophrenic and used to see things and all that, was quite traumatic and very scary, and it's scary. I carry it with me to this day. You know that. You've known me long enough. I've got a great PTSD story for you. I watched, and this is just a slight detour. It's a movie I watched last night on Netflix called Tricky Dick and... Uh, the Man in Black. Oh, with Johnny Cash. Yeah. yeah. And it's, you think you grew up tough. Wait till you see how Johnny Cash grew up. And the traumatic event in his <laughs> life, he was tight as tigers with his brother, who I mm-hmm. think was a year younger than him. And who and was that? His name was John. Well, they had a, they had a, uh, he had a, like five or six siblings no, in his family in like Arkansas. Jack, that's right. Yeah. Johnny and Jack? Boy, what a creative So Jack was preparing. 14, and Johnny watched him. He was sawing something on a table saw, Uh-oh. and then he wound up going Ooh. into the saw. Well, into the saw. Killing, killing him? Mm-hmm. Well, you Alex, don't go into a table saw and then come back Alex, out. Alex, what do you have there? Some sort of disgusting Kombucha? potion. Most disgusting stuff I've ever tasted in my entire life. It's not great. Anyway, you should watch it. It's it's about an hour long. It's Tricky great. Dick and John. And, and the Man in Black. And the Man in Black, mm-hmm. okay. Hey, we'll watch that. He, good God. Into a, how big was the saw blade? Well, big enough to kill a 14-year-old. And here's the other cool thing Why you learned in there. Richard, 14-year-old? Richard Nixon could play the piano. There's a, a yeah, scene he he's on stage yeah, playing that. God Bless America, and he could play. Well, mm. See, that's a good yeah. thing. Why was a 14-year-old using a gigantic table saw this on This is Arkansas in the 40s. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's very true. Actually, it might have been the 30s. I think it was. I think Johnny. No, Cash no, you're was right. Forty-four, like forty, or something like. Oh, that. it was at his high school, so that's even worse. Oh, so it was a big giant buzzsaw. <laughs> and he was cut almost in two, 
So that'd give you the. PTSD. So he watched his brother get cut almost in two, but oh, not quite. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. And then um, his brother actually lived for a week after that. Oh, they didn't say that. Well, and yeah. then his dad, his uh, their dad blamed <clears throat> John. Yeah. For it, ha- like you Why? know, not watching his brother. Uh, get over. So he kind of had a contentious relationship with his dad. So you think before. you had it tough. <laughs> yeah, like I said, at least well, his dad I mean, didn't least, see things and talk to him. Well, at least was, all your brothers are in one piece. I think there was times where his dad looked at Johnny and says, the wrong brother died. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, just, <laughs> so he <laughs> yeah. had the exact same relationship that I had it's, with my dad. That's, that's what I thought of you when I was watching this. Did so, he used yeah. to have boxing matches with his dad when he was seven? <clears throat> Probably. Yeah, I did. That was good. Never won one of those, by the way. As much, I was almost as big as him. Actually, at 11 years old, and he was already gone by then. But I, I got to be like 5'11", about 205, and my voice dropped down. Holy to crap. For, at 11? At 11, yeah. I was a very large 11-year-old kid. And I was a large disc jockey till about a year ago, too. But that's a different story. Uh, in any case, our special guest, Kyle, with us. You don't want to be called doctor? Kyle's Kyle, great. Yeah. Kyle Kingsley. Uh, so my wife did call. That's our daughter, Alex, by the way. Hello. Hi. Catherine's not coming in today because they, they're delivering you guys Christmas Hello. present. What? You, they're delivering the, the Christmas present you and Mom and Andy bought me. Oh, we got you. The 86-inch laser vision. The oh, laser my God. Vision. I had to talk Dan out of Dan, I can't bring him to Costco. I just can't. <laughs> He's always know. like, you should add I me know. on You should add me on to the membership. And I'm like, absolutely not. I see value everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, we walked in there that and he was true. like, we were going there for toilet paper and paper towels. And he like walks into the TVs and he's like, we should get this in the basement and we could have movie nights. I'm like, we never go into the basement. He's like, wait, what if we had this yeah, television? Yeah, I'm like, no. How much was it? I don't even. Oh, no. It was like. Twenty three hundred dollars. What? What was it? Not a, a thousand inch. It was humongous. They I mean, I think TVs he was partially there. joking, but it was ridiculous. They have some TVs there that are, you know, they've got the toppest of the top end because yeah. you can't really go higher than yeah. twenty three hundred unless yeah. you want to no. buy like you know well, something the size of a wall, a scoreboard. At the yeah, our yeah. basement yeah. TV room is like this big, so it would just be like that whole window <laughs> wall. Huge. I know this that that I somebody asked me. Because we have a, we have a, you know, you have a movie theater at your mm-hmm. house too, right? Yeah, we we're, love it. We're talking about maybe t- going going fully digital with that and all the rest of it, and it's a ten foot screen. It's like corner corner. It's ten feet. Oh, and it's totally digital. Man. I have screen envy now. Yeah, totally digital. Hundred twenty inch TV. Uh, Hundred twenty inch TV. Uh, last I checked, it was about a hundred thousand. Well, <laughs> yeah. Nope. That Why would you even? Ha- I don't even understand. You know, when you can That's rent. That's a lot of money to spend on to watch America's Funniest Movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It really, it really is. Is. Nice and clear, though. You know, when you can rent movies and you can either get SD or HD. Right. Why? I know you pay the extra dollar for HD. Why? Even if you don't have an HD TV, the fact that the when it downscales, it's going to look better anyway. You always so. get the HD. I know, because I just because I can. <laughs> It's a north side thing, I'm telling I you. It is. Like it. I'm just telling you, it's a north side thing. It absolutely it, is. Especially for me, my vision's not all that great anyway, so why do you buy HDX? I don't know, because I can't really see it all that Because I feel like it. <laughs> I know Dan was just standing in front of one of these TVs that had like um, there are a bunch of colorful balls floating in like mm-hmm. this gel stuff, and he mm-hmm. was just like, was this co- is a really good promo video for this TV. Have you seen like, Dr. Like Merman just bug. before going out there? I was going to uh, say. No, that's just how he is. Yeah, that's where he gets wound up. So I I recently got a 
55-inch 4K TV uh, from Melissa, actually. She brought what? it from her house. She had one. You went from having no TV to a 55-inch TV. Well, from your yeah. TV that you gave me. The hand-me-down that was like a decade oh, old. And oh, pardon me. The so TV is, is that this I a, gave him. Is this hand-me-down. A, a trial where she moves in furniture God. first before she moves Pretty in? Pretty much, yes. yeah. I see. See how, you, see how with, you treat the television? It started much. with a pair of socks. Mm-hmm. It used to start now with a toothbrush. And now yeah. it's just like moving in TVs and... Yeah. Oh, God. Well, it's been like a four-month process, so. <laughs> and you wake up from the, the other day, like, beep, beep, beep. Oh, here comes the sectional. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's good that you're staying for the entire hour, uh, Kyle, because it's apparently... Uh, <laughs> We're just talking. All right, everybody else, eventually. stop talking. No, 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 no I just want to once again, how this all happened. Sorry, I blew up. So, <laughs> you're very funny. Um, so I went over to see Dr. Merman, found to be, and I didn't know, I didn't know anything about going to get, uh, you know, consultation for medical cannabis and all the rest of it. I, but I was impressed. Everybody in the building, very, very nice. They're really, really nice people. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything, everybody down in Bloomington, just, uh, how do you say the word again? It's Vireo? Vireo Health. It yes. is Vireo. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to make sure. V-I-R-I-O, right? V-I-R-E-O. V-I-R-E-O. Video. That would make video. Video. Works for me. Um, everybody down there is phenomenal, too. And that's one thing that I, I pointed out to everybody is that if you're worried about the stigma or judgment or being treated like, oh, yeah, you're in here trying to get you know cannabis out of us or whatever, it's not like that at all. Not at all. And by the way, I would mention that it has nothing to do with this show or the morning show. Uh, when I went in there, they had no idea who I was, you know. He's from Russia, first of all. Unless you hear the Geeky Morning Show in Russia. I suppose you could, but... Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it wasn't, I was not getting special treatment. And I want to make that very, very clear to everybody. That I was treated very, very well uh, at Dr. Merman's office. Same situation. Now, when I did walk into uh, Virio, down in Bloomington, everybody knew who I was. <laughs> that was a different <laughs> story. But nice people. We sat. We had a great time. Uh, talking about this, that, and the other thing, talking about the business. Uh, I did reach out to, by the way, to Governor-elect Tim Walls, but he hasn't called me back yet because I'm not real popular with uh, politicians. I think if you call people psychopaths and sociopaths, they don't want to call you back. Yeah. Yeah. They have something to do with it. Yeah. Uh, politicians, my God. <laughs> I got the tweet of God this morning from Joe. Was, uh, it's against the law to lie to Congress, but it's perfectly fine to lie from Congress. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's very funny. So... I didn't know what to do, right? So they, they, they got all this stuff, and, they, and I went in there, and you basically, it's not a situation you could buy how much ever you want. Yeah, the, the law in Minnesota is basically you can get one month's worth of, yeah, of right. medicine. And, uh, right. And the Boy, same, some friends in college, that'd be about four pounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole problem. Uh, I take capsules. I don't, uh, uh, well, we don't sell smokable mar- uh, or right. cannabis in Minnesota medically either, do we? Just vaporized. Vape, yeah, yeah. Va- the, you know, va- the vape is wonderful, too, by the way. But uh, so I started off, and I didn't know what to do, but, but Brian sat down with me, and everybody sat down with me over at Bloomington. Vireo, and um, you t- basically it's a yellow, no, it's, it's green, yellow, and then red. That's how it steps up, and you do, you know, they tell you when to take this, that, and the other thing. Uh, for me, this was not about getting high. It was about feeling less anxiety. I've had tons of anxiety for my whole life. I just, I just have. And I couldn't sleep, and if I did fall asleep, I'd wake up about five, six times a night. It's just a mess. It's not good at all. 
And, you know, I tried things like Lunesta, which by the time I said I've had enough of this, was $400 a month Mm -hmm. to sleep. Wow. I mean, come on, man. So, Catherine, I adore her and everybody knows it. But uh, she sends me over there, had had a really, really comfortable, interesting time. They're not like, oh, well, you know. What else? So like, oh, I see. You have that problem. All right, we'll take care of that, and it'll be this, that, and the other. And it just went well. I took it, and uh, and I've been talking about this on the KQ Morning Show. It is ruining my morning show because I'm in far too good a mood. All <laughs> I'm not crabby anymore at all on the show. Which yeah. on the show I never get crabby <laughs> anymore. Okay, sorry. No, you are in a better mood overall for sure. Uh, it's just I'm much more relaxed. I don't get high from I suppose I could if I wanted to jack it up as much as I want, but I don't get high from it. Uh, it just relaxes me. I can sleep. When uh, I was a little bit ill uh, from Alex's daughter sticking her fingers in my mouth when she had a cold, gave me a cold. You have grandchildren, that's going to happen. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> He's not crabby anymore, though. Yeah, not at all. Other than blaming He's two year olds. Resentful, but right. not crabby. Right. Resentful, <laughs> yes, I'm resentful. <laughs> So the interesting thing was, this is a couple of weeks ago now, so it was a couple of weeks after I started medical cannabis, and I went to bed and slept for 11 hours. I had not done that since I was about probably wow. 12. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I have, it was phenomenal. I would love to do that. I could oh, do that God. right now if for my me, kids son, For me, <laughs> Sunday morning is like, ooh, look, I made it till 6.15. Isn't that the oh truth? Oh, my God. And Sarah sleeps sleep. like a 15-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. She'll get up at 11. Yep, like, I would absolutely do that. If only my kids would just stop. So I've been telling everybody on the the air, and I hope somebody over at Tim Wall's office realizes that I could probably help his situation, you know. Uh, I'm a pretty even keel voice for the people. It's not like let me I'm, call them up because all the lefties are coming over to our house this weekend. I don't doubt that at all. It's a convention. Keith Elson, uh, you know, all the, all the whole crew's coming over for burgers. <laughs> hey Tom, from now on on the show, would you call me Doug Progressive? That's Sprinthal? right. <laughs> What I like is progressive. You're an asshole. Yeah, that's that's right. progressive? That's right. How is that progressive? Sorry about the edit there, that's Cassie. Fine. <laughs> but anyway, so how did it all start? You, what, how did you get involved? How did it all start? What's the situation? Yeah, you know, never foresaw myself. Uh, right. You know, having gone through traditional uh, medical education in Minnesota here, mm-hmm. okay. uh, I was basically raised, uh, learned that, you know, cannabis was just, uh, uh, medical cannabis, quote unquote, was just justified recreational use. And I had no concept that oh, there, was, sure. there was actually medicine here. So uh, I distinctly remember when my mind changed, it was a single patient, a uh, gentleman probably in his mid 40s. Uh, I worked nights in the emergency room. I, uh, still board certified in emergency medicine. I've stepped away from clinical practice since. But uh, this gentleman came in. In a few nights in a row. Uh, I distinctly remember 3 a.m. One, one night after we had gotten him, you know, adequate uh, IV opioids to basically kill a horse. Right. Uh, he, his pain was under control, and we got into chatting about his problem. He was shot in the back during one of the Gulf Wars. Had horrible pain in his legs, muscle spasm. And, um, you know, getting into a discussion with him, he said, look, when I was in California, I would smoke cannabis every day. I had almost no pain, and I was on no oh, opioids at all. Yeah. And this is one of the many, uh, you know, this gentleman is going down the path of eventual opioid overdose. And uh, just he was requiring massive doses. And mm-hmm. he was getting to the point where he couldn't afford it. Uh, a common next step is heroin. And, and these are a lot of oh, the overdoses God. we read about. So We'll take a very quick break, if you don't mind. Like two of course. Minutes. We'll yeah. come back and the rest of the segments are up to you. We'll be right back more with Kyle Kingsley talking about uh, medical cannabis in the state of Minnesota and the possibility that... Uh, Governor Walls will make it across the board. And that's another thing I want to talk to Kyle about. We'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show.
Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. He was here to talk about a great service at an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my buddy, my pal of mine, why do I need this and why is it cool? We developed the app to compete with the other payment applications across the country. We wanted something that was safe, secure, easy to use, and most of all, free. Say, for example, Alex needs some money and you want to send her some money, you can do it right away in the payment app and would get into her account without her having to go to the bank. Most convenient for the princess in your life. And the prince Andy, too, because I wouldn't want the kids having to leave the house to get cash. I wouldn't want that. No, there'd be no sense in that. You'd have to buy the gas then, too. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to love it. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Check out nabankco.com slash kq for more about XCheck. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Whiting Clinic has changed their name to include their two specialties, LASIK and cataract surgery. Whiting Clinic is best known for their amazing LASIK results and ability to enhance thousands of lives by restoring vision to clarity without the need for glasses or contacts. You've heard me rave about them for years. You know that. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm a perfect example of their good work. You know what I'm saying. I see so clearly now. When my clear LASIK vision started to fade due to cataracts, Whiting Clinic took care of me again and have the most advanced lens technology so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you're over 60 and have noticed your vision starting to fade, call the experts at Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. To learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020. That's 855-554-2020. And please tell them Tom sent you. Just having Andy around stresses me out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you, that's how it is. Get started. Anyway, back to Kyle Kingsley. He's we were talking about Danny DeVito's height during the break. <laughs> Where did that even come from? That's TV show we were talking about. Anyway, let's get back to the good doctor. I want to hear this. Andy does this to me every show. Now. Mm. Why do you do that to me? I didn't. I keep forgetting. It takes like ten minutes to go through the cycle. But it's also here. I'll really do something loud. to uh, mask the noise. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's much much yeah, better. That's much much better. I'll just okay. move this change around. Yeah. Now, don't you do that too? That's a good idea. As a matter of fact, there you go. There. See, no problem. So, Kyle, you're talking about this. Uh, this uh, war veteran comes in. He was shot in the back. You said. Yeah, long-standing chronic pain was on the, the path of, you know, opioid uh, use and, and wandering to misuse, uh, but legitimate pain that justified it. And you know, he was going to be one of these statistics, the 20,000-plus uh, Americans that die every year from prescription opioid overdoses. Yeah. And uh, he was just a straight shooter, refused to smoke cannabis in Minnesota because it was illegal at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, that patient kind of stimulated me looking into the, the possibility of uh, cannabis actually being a medicine. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. And uh, it is. I, I'm very confident saying that. There's no doubt. Honestly, God, we had a, a, a guy on yesterday, Dr. Joel. What was his last name? Remember? Doctor. I will in a second. Dr. Joel. I no. We had a Dr. Judson Somerville and a Dr. Nicole oh, Kelly. Oh, Judson Somerville. Judson That's Somerville, the guy. Yeah. He's, he recommends uh, 30,000 IUs of uh, D3. So I'm like, really? So I tried it yesterday and Depending, today. of course, on how much sun you get. Yeah, yeah, depending on how much sun you get. But right now we're in, in Minnesota. Minnesota so yeah, you're you don't not, have to worry much about getting sun. You're not getting sun. a whole lot of D3. It's, it's not happening. 
I literally, Kyle, every day as I go along, I feel better and better and better. It's just odd. I don't have much pain at all. I, I had a little bit of joint pain, but that was more age than anything else. But the thing was, it was the inability to sleep and the anxiety. Um, for some reason, and I don't know why this is, but at 5.30 every Friday or at 8 o'clock every night, somebody calls me with bad news. It's like, why do you wait till just before I go to bed or, hey, the weekend's begun? No, it hasn't. You have to worry about this. It happens all the time. You know, even though I'm, I'm not an employee of the station, I'm a private contractor, and I don't hire fire people. I don't make decisions on how to market it. I don't do any of that stuff. I just come up and BS for five hours a day, and that's about it. But I, I just, they ask me all these questions about this, that, and the other. I suppose it's because I'm also involved in the sales department, don't you think? It mm-hmm. makes it different. So it literally was, would stress me out to the point it would ruin my wife's weekends because I'd be not very happy about all this stuff. And it's, you know, it's still not 100%, but it's getting, there. It's getting better and better and better, I'll tell you that. Did she sign up for another contract extension, <laughs> Catherine? She's not real wild about the idea, but <laughs> it is uh, it is in the works. So okay. how do you know that? That just took a shot at it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, Kyle, I can't tell you seriously. It's not. I, as I said, I've taken sleeping pills. They were okay. You know, very very expensive, which it is what it is, I guess. But. Um, all of those things that I've tried over the years, try to calm down, whether it's Wellbutrin or this or that, whatever it is, uh, nothing has worked anywhere near as well as medical cannabis. And I'm not lying. There's nothing in this for me. I don't own part of the cannabis business in Minnesota. You grow it yourself in your basement, yes? I wish I did because I'd have to <laughs> smoke it, but I don't smoke marijuana, so I don't smoke cannabis. So I have a question. If you don't, Please, where do you yeah. think this is all headed? I mean, it seems like as an outsider that doesn't study it very much, we've kind of reaching critical mass about legalization in the U.S. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a foregone conclusion. It's just a matter of yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, you know, medical should you know, certainly be legal already. 90% plus of us uh, agree that cannabis is medicine for some. Yes. And, uh, you know, the majority also support uh, adult use, uh, recreational use. So I think uh, th- there's no path by which this doesn't happen. It's just a matter of when. That's amazing to me, and i got to mention this very quickly, Alex, and I'll get out of your way. Yeah, I wish you would. Can we pass two laws that, that cannabis is legal and being on your cell phone in your car is not? I'm, I'm fine I think that's with that. already five, illegal. Right, texting and driving five is illegal in people, Minnesota. Five people on the way here. I was out in Minnetonka, and I came here from there. Five people were going about 40 miles an hour on 394, mm-hmm. and they were all looking at their phones. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you, you're going to kill somebody. I don't know why. They don't kill people. I, yeah, yeah, they do all the time. I don't know why it's not enforced better. I know I didn't that should even, be like immediate license revocation. I didn't even like my in my car. I can set up my phone so my texts get read to me yeah. through my mm-hmm. car, and I then like, I can mine like does that. I like that. I, I was I don't know. I just felt like I was still too distracted. distracted. So yeah. none of you guys actually text when you're. Driving? I do not. Ever? No, no. At red lights, I no, definitely no. am guilty. I am. Well, red lights is very different from actually moving or down like stuck the road. in traffic. If I'm going like yeah. five miles an hour, I will. I am guilty of that no. for sure. No, no, no. I, I will tell you one. Here's one another area I just thought of just now. How much I have improved as far as anxiety and I, I, I do have rage issues. I always have since I was a little kid. I just go from zero to a hundred. 
There's no all oh, these boiling and boiling. I just go zip to zip. And I'm really pissed off, right? But it's gotten better. And an example of that is I, I was out in, I was not at Byerly's or whatever. I was, I was at a, uh, a store out in Minnetonka. And in the old days, this woman kept. Ben Franklin? I was, I was looking for some. Yes, it was. No, it was Woolworths. <laughs> exactly. Even, do you even know what Woolworths and Ben Franklin is, Kyle? Yeah. Oh, you do? I do, yeah. So you must be over 50 then. <laughs> but anyway, so a woman kept literally running into me, walking back and forth looking for things as I'm looking for my, my uh, vitamins, right? And in the old days, I would have done something like, oh, my God, and, you know, right? All I did today, and I know this still sounds horrible, but, but baby steps, as they say, I said, excuse me, ma'am, do you know how rude you are? Well, running into someone? Yeah, she was running into me, like, stupid. over and over. I said, you know how rude you are? And she looked at me like I was mentally ill. It's like, don't run into people. That's all. I'm not yelling at you. I'm just saying, don't do that. What a moron. I didn't throw the moron part in. That was later. So in any case, that's, an, that's another thing. I, seriously, the, the cannabis for me has calmed me down a lot. The show, people call in, and they say, what the hell happened to you? Because... <laughs> I guess the combination of no medical cannabis, Twitter and Facebook, right over there. Did you see that the suicide rate in America is so high now that our uh, projected age, you know, for men and women has gone down rather than I up? did. I read that article sitting That's out in the lobby terrible. waiting for you guys to get here. I mean, that is horrible news. Mm -hmm. You can't go after people and rip them, ruin their lives, basically. Some of these people get their lives ruined Mm -hmm. for no reason whatsoever. And people are killing themselves at a very high rate because... Well, and it's it's more than you know because we had... This is a really unfortunate incident, but a young person took their life in the backside of one of our properties in South St. Paul, actually. Oh, I didn't know that. The neighbors were upset, and they wanted to meet with us to figure out what we... Because kids were hanging out on this hill, and this kid killed himself with a shotgun. Oh, man. So I I met the uh, police chief in South St. Paul. I wish I could remember his name because he's just a terrific guy. And I said, you know, I heard about this, and I looked it up. I couldn't find anything anywhere in the press. And he goes, we don't publicize teen suicide because it just no. it primes the pump, and yeah, you know, it just it's, it happens a lot more than you know. Kyle, how many how many people? I mean, this is this is a country now of three hundred and forty million, three hundred thirty million, some somewhere in there. For the life expectancy, legals or illegals? All oh, part of Donald you going. Trump. <laughs> God, I, you know, you, <laughs> see, here's what, here's my problem, Kyle, and everybody Poking knows. The bear, Doug. We go from the extremely arrogant Barack Obama to the extremely arrogant Donald Trump. It's like, can we ever get anybody? Johnny, uh, Jimmy Carter, and George W. Bush, the only two semi-humble presidents I could think of. I think Reagan was in his own way. Eh, pretty cocky. I mean, he, you know, you know well, when. Sorry. <laughs> no, I wasn't talking. I was being a pain in the ass. One of the nice things about being in such a uh, sensitive industry is I'm not entitled to any political opinions. So I just, me too. Uh, just I like it. It's on the radio. It's me too. But no, I, it's uh, that whole thing has improved quite a bit. I, nothing really bothers me anywhere near as much as it used. The only thing it would still is if somebody. I am a protector still, and I, you know I talk to people over at Merman Clinic about that. The fact that. Even if I don't know a person, if they're being abused, I will go over and say, you need to stop that. That's not, I can't watch it. 
You know, so if somebody did something to my family, I would go off the rails again. I, you know, it's just the way that is. But it's like an example today. It's Thursday, and, you know, I'm in a great mood. I've already done the morning show, which, did you hear what Brittany said on the morning show this morning? I'm seeing I her later. I listened to about an hour. Are you? I don't remember. This is a true story. There was a story about a guy who was legally blind who was suing Playboy because they don't have a blind issue anymore. <laughs> they, used, they did use They them. did? Oh yeah, until like 1975 or something like that. And so he, he definitely reads it for the article. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but the great thing about it is, is they made, you know, the little Braille dots, mm-hmm. all the yeah. dots? They made the shape of a woman, you know, big breasts, and then the whole body and all the rest of it. And it's all the little dots for Braille. What? And so, yeah, That's I mean, it was, really weird. well, they were trying to. Couldn't own, they just give him a couple of water balloons? Or anyway, I think, I'm sorry. I think they were just expanding on the uh, on the story. But here's Brittany, your buddy, Alex. Yep. I said, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they have the. I'm saying on the other, they got the big breasts, and then they got dots for where the nipples would be, and all the rest of it. And I said, and just I know you're thinking about it, but a vagina consists of six dots. And Brittany said, well, mine's actually seven. <laughs> I didn't hear that. I know. It's like Brittany. Uh, In any case. Oh, Brittany. Isn't she some... uh, She is. We're going to the gym later. I will not name him, but there is a guy on the show that is physically terrified of Brittany. He thinks she's going to beat him up. (laughs) You're going to have to tell me. Last one? Anyway, moving forward, Doug. Uh, I can't be Bob, right? I mean, he's raised by no, women. No, that's right. No, it's, I mean, it's that's, not Bob. He's from New Jersey. I feel like he's Bob's not, not afraid of anybody. Yeah. It's just like, hey, everything's great. Yeah. You're going to have to make it very a lot louder than that if you're going to do an impression of Bob. Yeah, or Britney. <laughs> or Britney. Or Britney. <laughs> yeah. God, don't I have a crew? It's wonderful. Um, yeah, so I would say this, that, that everybody, oh, there's, that's, there's no danger at all. These people talk about, oh, medical cannabis. That's good. There's some danger involved, blah, blah, blah. I do have a question. Because Kyle, don't look at me. Kyle's the one that has the answer. Well, <laughs> I don't know if you do have an answer, or maybe somebody, Andy always has answers for things usually. Oh, here we go. The one thing that concerns me about it, especially for recreational use, is the whole driving. Thing. Yeah, I agree. Because there's, I like, agree. with alcohol, there's a way to tell, like, this is how drunk you are. But with marijuana, you can't, like. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't a, really think, done a very good field test for that. Yeah. Yet. I think they do. Yeah. Do they have How, one now? Yeah, what? Yeah, I think I they do. Know. Yeah, yeah. There, several different parties are working on that. It's hard to uh, it's harder to test because these cannabinoids are you know, fat soluble. They don't hang out in the blood mm-hmm. uh, to the extent that alcohol does. Alcohol is a very straightforward yeah. test. Yeah. Um, but you know, I I can say with with near certainty that it's uh, safer to drive under the in- influence of cannabis than alcohol. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. That notwithstanding, people generally don't uh, you know smoke cannabis or use cannabis uh, for pleasure and then do something aggressive behind the wheel very of a car. Good. That's very yeah. good. Uh, you know, so it's a. I, I don't just think about the people that have like a weird reaction to it. You know, yeah. like. Start freaking out. Yeah, while they driving. have like bugs all over them, or I don't know. It's okay, like yes. it, I have to ask you this question. My youngest sister is now an attorney. She's married to the ER doc in Denver. <clears throat> she smoked pot in college, so this has been in the early '80s, and she'd lose her vision, and she found out uh, that uh. most people don't are able to see when they're stoned. I've never heard of Anything that Anything that made me lose my vision, I would stop doing immediately. Well, yeah, I mean, she did, obviously. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you ever heard of that before? You. you know, there's a condition called, I think it's amaurosis fugax, which is uh, 
was on the, the tip uh, of my tongue. Used to be called histor hysterical blindness, <laughs> okay. but uh, uh, oh, I, yeah. I, I have heard yeah. similar stories. Okay. I, let me share one uh, one story from the emergency department. The worst thing that I've seen uh, from cannabis actually was a colleague. Uh, uh, older gentleman came in, and uh, I'll change a few details here for his privacy, but uh, basically he spoke Russian and English, and he came in, his wife was terrified that he no longer spoke English. Uh, after additional history, it turned out he had had a brownie from Colorado, and uh, he just that that was his side effect was that he no longer spoke English. We were nervous wow. he was having a stroke. It turned out, <laughs> oh my god! We waited until the next morning. He again spoke English after the after the brownie wore off. So there's some, some interesting things. I was a psychology major, and I was always fascinated thing. by those whole, whole perception I, things. I, I can tell you that's the worst thing I've seen yeah. in the emergency room, uh, and I'll put "worst" in quotes there. It was uh, that yeah. makes sense. It gives one of my friends panic attacks. Oh, some people do. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Some people don't like it. I. I'm just telling you, I was not a big pot user. I did for a while when I was about 16, but I just didn't like inhaling smoke. I wasn't big on that, even though I smoked cigarettes at the time, but I quit that when I was 21. So, But I, I find it to be very peaceful. Uh, mm -hmm. The only thing you will do is sometimes not pay attention. I've noticed that, like, watch television, it's like, Wait, hey, wait a minute. What, what's this? Wait, <laughs> yeah. what? That does happen. If now it's you know later how it is SpongeBob to be me is hard time. to follow. SpongeBob, oh, oh it's Patrick again. I'm Whoa. just, I'm always like that. <laughs> we got to take our break. That way. We'll be right back in a few minutes. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here to tell you Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. We'll get over it, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. Kyle Kingsley. Who's a doctor, by the way? But I just want to bring it up. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, we're just talking about medical cannabis, about how uh, it works for people. Does it? Some people I understand just do not like it, and I and maybe it's what Alex was talking about earlier. You get some panic attacks, it makes them feel uneasy, whatever it is. Because you you definitely do notice. It's not like you're high, but you notice. Well, I was driving along in my car today, and I'm like, my God, I feel good. You've, that's what happens. Yeah, absolutely. There's most people don't realize that the cannabis encompasses you know literally hundreds of different potential medicines, mm -hmm. uh, many different components to the plant, uh, many of which have different effects on folks. The the THC, the tetrahydrocannabinol, is the the main component that's uh, mostly psychoactive, and that's what gives you the, the the feeling of quote unquote being high. But it's also 
very potent pain medication can be very helpful with things like anxiety and uh, even con- no doubt. Yeah, even controlling symptoms of Crohn's disease and some some other very uh, you know problematic medical conditions. So uh, people people see it as aspirin, or it's a, a switch either it works or it doesn't, and it's it's very different yeah. with cannabis, both for the, uh, the the pluses, the the clinical benefits, but also the side effects. So unfortunately, sometimes folks will have an uh, anxiety reaction the first time they take it, mm-hmm. and it's because they have the wrong formulation for them. You know, we can step down yeah. and, and get folks uh, different medicines. So don't are, start mm-hmm. out with the Jerry Garcia brand. It, exactly. Yeah, we, <laughs> exactly. We, have a, we have a saying: start low, go slow. So we usually mm-hmm. start with minimal THC and lower doses. Yep. Uh, you know, the caveat being if somebody is, is at the end of life from cancer, we're looking to get their pain under control in a hurry. So we will yeah. be a little more aggressive there. I think, uh, you know, one of the things that I, I could point out is that, that my morning dose is pretty much all CBD. There's a little THC in it, but not much. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then I get to the midday, the green dose, and that's about two to, that's about 50-50. But to go to bed at night, it's, I think, like 12 to 1. It's one capsule. I don't have any, I don't get high, I don't have any hangover from it, whatever. I just go to sleep. It's fantastic. Well, that's amazing. I have never done any marijuana based anything. You can, you're almost 30, Alex. I haven't, I swear to God. Hand on the Bible. Andy and Alex have never been big drug people. Mm. But I took a drop of CBD oil like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and it made, it was one drop. Because I, like, react really weird to, like, I can't have coffee. It makes me, I just am that kind of person. And so I was like, I just want to have one drop because my husband takes it. It made me so freaking tired. I wanted to, like, cry. I was so tired. And I have two young kids. And I was just like, it was one little drop of this little. And Dan takes, like, almost a whole dropper full. And he's like, it just helps me focus at work. And it helps with inflammation from, like, working out and stuff. And I was like, I just want to see what happens. And I was so tired. Yeah, see, I take the the indigo CBD oil, which is has the highest CBD, but it does have a little bit of THC in it. And I take 1.5 mils uh, a day, but I I take the half in the morning, and then I take the one at night because it does kind of get me into that tired feeling. Yeah. Right. And then I will vape. And then I'm just like, okay, I'm ready to go to La La Land yeah. and just sleep. That's why you it... married Dave. Yeah. <laughs> La La Land. Well, we were discussing over the break. Dave and I both got <laughs> Fitbits for, for Christmas. Oh, yeah. I heard you guys talking about that. And we were looking at our sleep patterns. And in mine is like I'm like asleep all night long. And his show is like he's awake, yep. sleep, awake, awake, awake. And he's just like, man, huh? I said, it's the cannabis. It helps me sleep because I used to have to – because I'm – I'd be tossing and turning all night because I'd be in pain. I wasn't getting that REM sleep that I needed. And it's been helping me. And I, I wait, even if I get five hours of sleep, I wake up still feeling better. Yeah, that's good. That's you know, because I'm getting good five hours of sleep versus restless five hours of sleep. That's a big difference. Yes. Huge difference. No question about that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I literally been on, on this show, on the Cakey Morning Show, trying to tell people, one thing I did do was a mistake. I didn't realize there was only one dispensary in Bloomington. So I was talking about how great it was. Apparently, people were showing up the door going, hey, I want to buy some pot. It's <laughs> like, so, no, that's not kind of how it works. Yeah. But I had no, so I would have not done that knowing, because Bloomington's huge. Oh, yeah. I thought there'd be like three of them out there. It's humongous. <laughs> it I live in Bloomington, and I didn't realize how huge it was. It is. Like, when oh, we God. That I've, was a mistake. Yeah. Because everybody thinks I live by the Mall of America. Because I'm like, oh, I live in Bloomington. And they're like, oh, you live right by the Mall. West? I'm like, absolutely yeah, you not. West? You live in West yeah. Bloomington. I live PWB. Prestigious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't forget it. Don't forget it. We have a caller named Kelly. 
who wants to ask a question. Hi, Kelly. Hey, everybody. How are nice you? Nice to talk to you. Thanks for taking... I am good. good. How are you guys? Wonderful. Good. Kyle is here. I am... I know. I've been fascinated by this conversation. And I'm, I'm kind of mixed on, like, legalizing uh, recreational marijuana. Um, because I'm, I'm, I'm a bit more libertarian mm-hmm. and, but at the same time, I know several people who have been smoking for a long time. I used to work in a bar and I mean, you knew when people walked in that they had been smoking out in the parking lot and then they come in and have a beer or they just come in and hang out. Oh, okay. And I got to know several people that, that, uh, would smoke it when I was at Long ago, uh, I'm going to just say this out loud, like you, Alex, I, I, or, or somebody else who had said it, I smoked it once and I had a huge panic attack and I said, that's not going to happen Yeah, you again. were talking about that. But that was my, I have a friend that 30 did. years ago. Wait um, a minute. Wait, 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 Kelly. My, Kelly, 30 years ago? Yeah. What are you like? I thought you were like 19 by the sound of your voice. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Tom, I've I've called you before, and you've and, and you've said that too. No, really? I'm in my 40s, actually. That's phenomenal. It's great. Very youthful. Thank you. Thanks. Um, and uh, so here's my question: um, What about psychological dependence on marijuana? Yeah, very good question. Um, so, you know, what I can say is cannabis is addictive. It's much less addictive than things like alcohol, nicotine, um, many other substances that, that we ingest. Uh, but to say that there's no addictive potential is false. Um, f- for me, it's really uh, both both in the medical realm and the adult use or recreational realm, a debate of, you know, cost-benefit analysis. What are the risks? What are the upsides? Uh, I can tell you what I find to be very compelling, and this is the argument for the betterment of well people. Um, let me explain a little bit. Most people see medical and, and recreational as very black and white, that there's a clear line between the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I find that very much not to be the case. You, know, you guys have very obvious uh, objective uh, medical issues that, that you're treating, but many of us have problems with anxiety or low-level sleep issues. And you know, why do we have to be a certain amount sick before we're allowed to intervene with a relatively benign substance for our own health and well-being? Mm-hmm. And, and yes, you're going to have folks, you know, we all had the college roommate who ended up wandering down the cannabis path and, and you know, didn't, didn't accomplish as much as they maybe could have. But, uh, you know, for me, the, the betterment of well so people. So you've been this... to McAllister. It's <laughs> <laughs> my, my alma mater. I can say that. Communist. Uh, it's a... <laughs> <laughs> So I find that argument pretty compelling, and you know, to say there are no downsides to, to broad legalization of cannabis is not true. But if you look at the pluses that I see in the, the health and wellness space, the betterment of well people, uh, I find it pretty pretty interesting that uh, that we still don't allow this for folks. Yeah, I don't think it's any question. Yeah, I think I'm on the same path as you are. I mean, I I know people that have been taking it for other reasons, and I I love this discussion that you guys are having about anxiety inflammation and pain and all of that stuff but i i know people on the other end of it that kind of say that that helps but also um i've seen people who use it who have really not good mood swings oh oh, yeah and yeah yeah and it's i mean it's not fun to be around those people i mean it's just like being around somebody who's been drinking alcohol but i mean it's it's actually worse because the downside to it or coming off of it or needing it is is far more um, 
it's far more noticeable and it's longer lasting, like days, weeks, um, where I've seen people do that. And I've talked to an expert about it, like a chemical evaluator about it one time. And I just said, is, you know, it's the common debate is, is uh, marijuana addictive? And he said, just like what you had said, is that Kyle, um, there is a downside to it. And yes, it is addictive, not necessarily physically, but there is a, a psychological component to it that if you fall into that, it's, it's pretty difficult to deal with. You, you have to get through it by not taking it. Yeah. And so I just wanted to kind yeah. of put that out there as another side of the discussion. I, I, I think that's right. I was a, a fairly steady user up until my mid-20s, and I, it, it wasn't hard to quit, so I don't think I really got addicted. But what I did notice is that, for me, the downside was it just killed my motivation. And this is my retirement plan when I finally start working is recreational marijuana should be legal, then I'm just going to watch 30 years of The Simpsons back-to-back. We can open a store. You and I open Doug and Tom's pot outlet. Yeah, what do there you, you go. Okay, that'd be good. Yeah, because they're going to give me a license for anything in this state. <laughs> Kyle just goes, yeah, you're right about that. That's not going to happen. Kelly, let me ask you a question uh, off topic for a second. First of all, first one is on topic. Um, I'm sitting here thinking that, that this, what you just said, you're listening to the conversation, you really enjoy it. I'm wondering if we should dedicate an hour or two a week to this. And, and how many people do you have working at your office or all the offices? Uh, many. Dozens. I would like yeah. to roll people. I mean, if we did an hour or two a week talking about maybe on, well, Doug would have to be sort of Monday. That would have to be Thursday. <laughs> but maybe um, Monday, Thursday. What, what, well, it's Taco Tuesday, be? Marijuana Monday. <laughs> Marijuana or Weed Wednesday. Tuesday. It'd have to weed be one Wednesday, of the three. And then it'd be, but, Kyle, do you think that's possible that I could reach out to your your company and and have somebody on and, and if one person wants to do it, two people, or if you want to rotate through a hundred, doesn't matter to me. <laughs> Kelly, do you think that would be? I don't think there's anywhere to turn and just have a norm here a normal conversation about medical marijuana, about legalization of recreational marijuana, how to go about this. So it's there's nothing scary about it, and everybody's terrified of it. Again, if it doesn't fit your personality or it gives you nightmares or whatever it is, then, yeah, I understand that. I don't, I've I, tried I, to get Sarah to go, and I can't for that very reason. She's yeah. just too uptight about it. She's suffered from, it's not migraines, but pretty you. much constant headache. She's been on meds for four years, and sometimes it just gets so bad she starts crying. Like, uh, I will try something different. I, honestly, God, I'll bring you guys in to see, don't you bring them into Brian, because you live in the South Metro anyway, so that would be good. Uh, my other question for you, Kelly, is. Um, yeah. This is a political question more than anything else. You, you, you talked about the fact that you're libertarian, right? Um, well, I, I kind of lean libertarian. Um, it's hard to lean to the center, to... Kelly. I will tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in this day and age, in this day and age, it is hard to lean to the center. But um, just full disclosure, um, I consider myself a conservative for twenty some years. Mm-hmm. Um, in my teenage days, I'm a longtime political activist and I actually work in an I work for an issue advocacy group we don't touch this subject at all so I'm not this is my own personal beliefs and everything like that no, I work for yeah. an issue advocacy group right now in Minnesota um, um, I'm kind of Tom you may have heard me on other talk radio shows because I got very active in talk radio and right, right. Um, because of my political activism um, but yeah, I, I have found in my in the last few years I've gone more 
libertarian mm-hmm. um, as well as being conservative. And among my conservative friends, um, this is a huge issue of is this the right thing to do? And I see the spectrum among, you know, those that are center, center right of, yes, it should be legal because um, the government shouldn't have that much control over something that doesn't seem to cause that much harm. That's a good point, And other people, they're like, yeah. And and then uh, there's the other other part of the uh, spectrum on that same side of the political aisle, which is, yeah, but there are harms to it. Uh, you know, it's believed to be a gateway drug to other things, mm-hmm. which I think that's dissipating. Yeah, I think there are other that. things. Yeah, I'm not buying it anymore either. I used to, but I don't buy it anymore in my in, in my experience. But I, I mean, it's I think it's a really good conversation, Tom. I think an hour a week um, on all sides of the legalization. Yeah, issue, I agree with I that. It would be fascinating, and It'd be I think great if could, we get the governor, you know. Man, get I reached out to him. He hasn't gotten back to me. I don't get it. I'll talk to him. The governor, yeah, the governor elect maybe. The elect, yes, elect yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Although um, the current so governor I, could probably get some benefit from from it too. He Boy, he's could, yeah. in tough shape. He really is. Oh. Well, really you sorry. know, there's there's a, there's a lot of people that think maybe that's kind of already happening with the current governor, but um, yeah. it has been for a while. But yeah, I mean, I I hope he's getting all the treatment that he needs. No he's in the hospital for a month is no good. Mm. A month. He was at Mayo for over a month after his last surgery. I hope I hope Governor Dayton is doing very well now. Do they know but, what yeah, it is? Yeah, I, mean, I think back surgeries. Oh, said tons of them. Yeah, so, he had complications after his last back surgery, and he was at Mayo for a month. Hey, that's amazing, Kelly. You need to call in more often. I love the conversation. It's great. I appreciate it. Thank hey, you. Hey, Tom. I, yeah. I've been a huge fan of yours for 30 years, you and, and everybody on there, and I love the podcast. I will call in more often. Thank you. Thank Here's you, a political joke for you. You'll get it. was an Onion article a few years ago. They called Michelle Bachman called falafels a gateway food. <laughs> <laughs> That's very, very funny. But it's true. Think about it. <laughs> As we move on, well, actually, your hour, I can't believe your hour went by that fast. Um, she was talking about you know, this, that, and the other. You talk about addiction. What's really funny is I just lost 92.5 pounds on Nutrimost, right? Wow. And the thing that I've discovered doing that, I smoked cigarettes from the time I was 11 till I was about 21. Oh, God. is that amazing? Started smoking. Oh, Everybody I knew in my neighborhood started smoking at 11 years old. So weird. But the weirdest thing about that is, and I do understand, I drink tons of water, whether it's cans, bottles, whatever, some soda, He doesn't water. drink water i do too he drinks sparkling water i have an entire case of water in my studio every day so shut your flat cake water <laughs> yeah. you drink flat shut your cake hold on unflavored Unfla- it's water what? You. here we go but in I'm this t- corner weighing in that. but i'm telling you the big thing that i've noticed and this is after many many years several decades because i smoke cigarettes until i was 21 i still have that hand-to-mouth thing that's how addictive huh. that is. I haven't smoked in all those years, but I still have to put my hand in my mouth a lot every hour. Isn't that terrible? I mean, it's, there's got to be a way to get around that. I don't know how, but my God. And that may be a, another problem with smoking. It may cause severe weight gain if you stop smoking because you have to put that hand to your mouth all the time. Is that, ha- is that common? Yeah. Uh, 
ton of uh, ton of folks, you know, experience similar issues with, yeah. uh, uh, you know, an interesting replacement for that is is vapes, uh, be you know, yeah. cannabis or kind of the, the sig juice that uh, that's yep. sold out there. Yeah, and yeah. That's a very interesting debate there because we don't have long term safety data on vaping these nicotine juices. Right. But you look at replacing smoking; it seems like it's probably all in all a good thing. Uh, it is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, so I will reach out to you, and maybe it, I'm not going to dump this on you. I'm yep. just. You can just you know, point me to the right person so I can book yeah. a couple of people a week. I think it's a great idea. We have yeah, scientists, physicians, uh, policymakers, lawyers. We have, we have it all in the space and happy to keep the conversation going there. So maybe what I'll guitar do. Players. I will follow <laughs> guitar your players. Guitar players. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. And we'll My stay pleasure. in touch. Thank you, guys. I think it's really helpful. Don't you, Cassie? Yes, I think it I is. Think I wonderful. think the word needs to get out there to help people that need it. I yep. mean, I, I rebounded so much by uh, medical cannabis. I, and I have six I kids I have to take care of. I need to, well, I do. Well, we have th- 11 between the two of us, but we have six school-age kids in the house. <laughs> I need to be functional. Yeah, you I, I need to be, be able to get out of bed and move. So this has helped me tremendously with that. Yeah. That's a wonderful thing. Please come back soon yourself, though, too. Yes, because yes, it's, of course. it's wonderful to have you in, but we... Uh, we will stay in touch and get it done. Thank yeah, you, sir. Your, your guys' outcomes are the reason that, that our, our team in Bloomington does what they do. And, mm-hmm. uh, oh, com- they're com- wonderful. Compassion's one of our core values, and they really exemplify that, and we're just very pleased that you guys are having such a great path here. Yes. So we'll close by saying, thanks, Dr. Kinsley. I close with the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in a few minutes. Thanks,